This is problematic. Let's not, not make it problematic. And welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. I'm Sidious. We are again without Dave. So we have stunt host Peter. Yay! Oh. And along with stunt host Peter, the man we've been keeping in a basement for two weeks, Sam Landman. And it was worth it, damn it. Totally worth it. See, he recognized that the scotch was down there and had no problem being in the basement. And, you know, I drank all your Manischewitz kosher wine, so we're fine there. Right? Well, I did need to get rid of it, and I know you have a fondness, so... Hey, you guys. Technically, See, I don't think there's an expiration date for Manischewitz. There, there is not. Yeah, you leave it out in the sun, you could, like, you know, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, well... There's no expiration. But when I was trying to learn about wines, I might have gone overboard and bought a few too many, and the Manischewitz was just not something I needed. Yeah, anymore, no problem. So, just in, yeah. lock me in your basement any time. Excellent. So, the only question I have is, should I start with this, or... No, start no, with the... the, the okay. Start with the before. All right. So, I will start the pour on... Oh, wait. The sound. Mm. Oh, that's one of my favorite parts of this show. I mean, okay, drinking is actually my favorite part, but you know those and that, that glug sound, that the glug, glug sound, sound is it pretty, just pretty balanced. You know, you pop, popping and glugging. It's it, it never took off like popping and popping locking, and locking no. but. Pop and glug is a dance style that I can get into, though. Yeah, exactly. So. That was what they're going to put in a break in three, and it never became a movie. Kids so. these days. But bring it on five. It's going <laughs> to... Bring it on five. Uh, God. You know, I, I mean, I. it's hard for me to complain about a show where you're like, yeah, it was okay, and then they made four copies of it. But, yeah, you know, there, there's sometimes when it's like, eh, it's still it's fun. And yeah. then you're like, oh, you had no uh, additional ideas for this show, no. but you knew you could make some money because they're cheap. Yeah. Okay. Thanks a lot. Um, so this is, not that it's giving anything away to say it is the Cardias? Cardias, yeah. Cardias? Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is the 2018 release. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Oh, P. Shut up, Perrin. <laughs> what the hell are you saying? I, Salt. Uh, hey, there's smoke. Mm-hmm. It smells like an above-ground pool, sort of. An old, old above-ground pool. Just the plastic part, not the water. <laughs> made out of wood. <laughs> I mean, if you've never smelled peat before, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Now is you, it really? It's yes, decaying, now you know. Decaying wood. And and, and plant grasses. Okay. And, yeah. What what they do is when they're drying out the barley, is you can if you're if you're the hoity toity um, um, Glen Goyne and you don't use peat smoke because <gasps> yeah um, you can do it with hot air or warm air and they would um, rake depending on how they had built it but they would have a drying floor and okay. they would. So they've got a fire that's underneath of the floor yeah. that's, in this case, a peat fire that's all of that smoke is rising up through the barley to dry the barley out. And they would floors. rake the barley back and forth through the, over the smoke. Yeah. And it would take a long... I mean, it was not a... Well, it's been 20 minutes. We're done. Yeah. Right. It was a long days, process. Days-long process. Yeah, most, most, most scotch is, is some sort of, of fire-dried where apparently Glen Goyne mummifies theirs. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
They use liquid nitrogen. I don't know. <laughs> they, they put it in one of those little round uh, food dehydrators oh, yeah. for a while. <laughs> they, they've got an industrial-sized one. It takes 14 men to spin it. But, man, when it gets up to speed, you can launch And this is why Ron Sun is still in business. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Lafroig is known for their peat and smoke... And so they do a heavy peating of of their when they're drying their barley. And, and, and a common nosing note on Lafroig Ten is mm, smells like a bandaid. Oh, okay. This uh, this one is pretty light. Yeah, it's yeah, pale straw. It's a very pale straw. Yeah. This guy definitely drank a lot of water. No soda looking, products. Look, looking to wow. see if uh, if I get anything more out of the nose other than this. This is a Lafroig. <laughs> punched your cat a few times. There, I, I got some, uh, and I'm still getting some more citrus out of this one. Yeah, than I normally would on the on the mouth. So uh, uh, and in the oh, nose. Did you? Okay. Yeah. So this 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 is a slice of lemon uh, wrapped around a gold charcoal nugget. <laughs> hey, look! It's a brick of peat. Oh, it's going to hit me in the face. <laughs> There's oh, you're. I just looked. I just looked something up, though. I'm not surprised. This is our reaction. Yeah, it's, it's a little on the high side of the. Uh, yeah. Any guesses for where this is landed? Uh, so classic is forty. Fifty-six five. So usually the cardias are cask strength. That's not unusual. No, for them, I'm going to say fifty-two. Well, would you like to sing out uh, any random number? Yeah, it, it's like you guys are. You know, talking uh, Lord of the Rings speak. I have no idea what the hell's going on in terms of the. This is the, your, the percentage of alcohol. Yeah. Or? So, so the classic standard bottle is forty percent or eighty proof. Okay. Um, the other one we had the other the other two weeks ago. Yes. Uh, was forty three or eighty six percent. Okay. This, this, this is stronger than a hot one hundred. So, what did you just say? Uh, Fifty six five. Okay. Interesting. Uh, the actual number is 57.2. Nice. Well done. <laughs> so you are having a basically 114.4 proof drink. Not surprisingly, yeah. it's like getting punched in the face, but in a delightful way. manner. Yeah. Punched in the face with an above-ground pool. Yeah. This, this tastes like. Now, the, this year's uh, Lefroy Cardias was a triple wood. Um, and I don't think that one is a triple wood. But this year's was 59.6. Ooh. Yeah, almost 60. But you should know, this is for the friends of Lefroig. <laughs> if you're no friend of Lefroig, then no. spit me out. <laughs> no friend of mine. Speaking of, where, where's the little Lefroig? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm if a little sad. Oh, what the hell? We're, you mean I'm not going to get another square foot of land? Damn it. We I, have, ha- I have a square yard at this point. <laughs> we have been fucked over. The stories I could tell you about that. Mm. Can I see that again? What was it? I can see the little container. It's almost like somebody, an architect's plans were in this. This is what this looks like. It's yeah, I have an area across the road from the distillery um, that's got little paths kind of cut into it <laughs> um, where you can make it to most of the areas. So imagine like a, a forked path. Sure. Like go down the right fork and get to your area. Plant your flag. Hmm. Yeah, this, this, this is why I need to wait just a little bit longer so that I can have enough space to put up like 
So there's a there's a cairn out there. You can put your flag in the cairn as well. Hmm. Um, and uh, and every time you go, if you are on their book roll, um, you can get a tasting tram. Nice. Yeah. So what oh, they're yeah, talking so. what they're talking about is Lefroy is is got a um, I don't know what to call it, but Friends of Lefroy. If you sign up for Friends of Lefroy, hmm. um, you will get and you have you've bought one of their bottles. You will get a square foot of peat. <laughs> so they put a little flag, and you get that little. You get to put your own flag. Well, I'll so they'll, they'll they'll give you a compass and directions to your peat. You get a you get a, a GPS coordinate for your peat, and you go out there and plant your flag. I have to write the Manischewitz Corporation because I've never gotten a damn flag or peat or square inches. I'm, I'm, I'm still building what the house Draven crust looks like, so as soon as that's done, then I will go. So I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in some water. This one's going to be a little more and, than... And uh, I, I, well, I want to start with my usual three drops. Right, right. I'm doing three, and then I'm going to nose and taste, and then I'm going to do more because we've got a ways to go. Yeah, we do. Um... Well, that, that softens the nose. That one was not very subtle. No, but it was nice. Yeah. I'm going to go in for a reset before you end, because the cast strength kind of kicks my butt, so... <laughs> yeah, but that little bit of water did a lot to this. Yeah, the nose is... Not that bad. Not surprisingly as gone. But coffee does wonderful things for resetting the nose. And so one of the, one of the classic questions that, that we get, or basically... If you look like you know what you're doing in a scotch aisle, enough times someone will say, I'm getting scotch for, insert whoever here, right. which one should I get? Which is really like saying, I'm buying a tie for somebody. What tie should I get? <laughs> yeah. How the fuck should I know? Because right. I don't know this dude. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What's it for? What do they like? Is it formal? Is it, you know... Is it is it someone that has had a lot of scotches? Is it someone that has never had scotch before? I, this Lefroig is almost never the right answer for it's the first time. Almost. Yeah. I mean... I, I would never give this to someone their first time out. It was my first time, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't talk about my first time either. But... I mean, I love Lefroy. Don't get me wrong. No. But this is not unless somebody's like, oh, they drink whatever. They all drink the Bacardi one fifty one straight out of the bottle. Well, gonna... or they they like if they uh, like Isla or Smoky, or they can well, no, give no. me a. It, I'm sorry. Uh, if they can give me something, if mm-hmm. they can say I like a a fruity Scotch or a smoky Scotch or a. I I, yeah. I was gonna say if they've never had Scotch and so they don't know, but the guy drinks. Straight up, um, what is it? Not rye. Uh, or is it no? The rye, yeah, pine, pine trees. Gin. Gin. gin that was gin. the one. They drink gin all the time. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you can hardly be like, I don't know. That was strong. Right. If you drink straight up uh, gin. Yeah. So. If they drink straight cheap gin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quality gin does not nearly have the punch of juniper that. The cheap stuff does, which is why I can't stand it. That's why I drink chartreuse. That's why I avoid oh, gin. That's I'm drink. That's why I drink Malort. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> there was at my last job, so I worked Lord. at Buffalo Wild Wings, corporate. 
And one of the guys there had a bottle of Malort standing on top of his, uh, the, the, one of his, his Apparently the second time isn't as bad. Yeah, he wouldn't be from Chicago, would he? Uh, no, and he's like, every time, I'm thinking, yeah, man, today has been a crappy day. Have some Malort. <laughs> the fact that it was alcohol and everyone in the, uh, in the entire office knew didn't matter because no one gives like, everyone's like, is he going to drink Malort? <laughs> I was a little, and my, I was like, I don't want to try it. Well, if you've never had it, you should. Yeah, I've never been, you know, had a leg amputated either. <laughs> and I'm not going to do that, you know, just because you pointed it. Um, so, yeah, Malort, huh. <laughs> um, Pride of Swedish liqueur. <laughs> Famous last words, I'm sure, but I'll it, drink anything you put in front of me. At least, at least they didn't name it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Malort sounds bad enough, but um, so that's how I feel about Uzo. It's like, ugh, oh, ugh. that's that's why that's why it's called <laughs> the worst. The worst drink I've ever had at a Progressive was a Vulcan Mind Probe. Oh. You, uh, what's in a Vulcan Mind Probe? I hear you think. Can you really hear me think that well? I, I could hear that one. I would guess it would be Kim Cattrall's thoughts. It was it was Uzo and Bacardi 151. Ooh, and, what? And, a recipe for pain. And it was it was one of the most horrible things I've ever consumed. Ugh. But the high point was when a guy walked in and somebody he, the, the guy in the room was like, I made a double, who wants it? And everyone in the room was like, I've had one, no. And this guy walks in, I'll try it. Everyone's like, ooh. So he takes it, knocks it back, goes, huh. Gives the glass back, turns, walks out of the room, gets maybe 15, 20 feet down the hallway, and just turns and walks straight into the wall. <laughs> and, you know, it's possible he was doing it for com- comedic relief. Maybe, but... But he didn't get a hand up. <laughs> there was no bonk. <laughs> no, he just went face first into the wall. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the advantage of having had Malort, I know what my one is. <laughs> so having having this wet, the nose definitely is still a Lafroigian nose. It, it, it actually becomes a little bit more Lafroigian. The band-aidness that is kind of their one of their <laughs> signature. Yeah, kind of comes through a little bit more. I mean, it sounds bad to say, but yet when you consume it, it's not nearly as bad as it sounds on paper. Oof. I'm... Huh. Still quite rough. Mm-hmm. Still quite rough. And, All right, um, I'm, I'm going to water it down to about the 50-50. I actually enjoyed the unwatered more. Yeah. It was rougher, but it was... It, it was more, but it was not rougher. All right, so bring it down to 50-50. The nose is pretty much gone, as you, know, you might expect. I'm going to reset with this lovely True Stone mm. coffee. You can actually taste something now, though. Once you, if you water it down enough, it feels like it's got a little fruitiness to it. Yeah, by the way, I, I did not realize I had forgotten that Cardias was the uh, the cask strength, so I apologize Hi. for the size of the pour, because I didn't go overboard, but I, I would have it gone... It was a normal pour. You would have gone lighter. Yeah, yeah, had I realized what I was doing to you all. Um, you know, wetted down... Um, I mean, I enjoyed it neat and wetted down. It's it's lost the, the punch in the face. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's not bad. But it's 
it's really watered down. Like I had to water down, mine down, like you said, about 50. I, I went about 50% here. Now I'm like, oh, what am I? You're, you're still drinking a 40%. Still a 40%. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that it takes that much to get a, less of a punch and more of a little bit of a, I don't know what, it's not peaty anymore. No, I'm, I'm, oh. getting, I'm getting peat in, in the, in the, the um, palate, but then it's moving into a, a strong black pepper in the finish. There's peppery, uh, there's some tannins coming through. <laughs> um, I'm still getting a little bit of that citrus yeah. that I mentioned initially, but kind of um, um, earthy in the very end. Honestly, I, you know, someday what I, what I should do is get this and carefully like make five or six different small pours and then wet them down appropriately mm-hmm. in like you know neat three drops six drops yeah nine drops 12 because even after i had a fairly small amount left and i had added probably six or nine drops it wasn't gone and i would love to really you know, get the get it down to where I'm like, okay, I'm not really getting any alcohol left. There's there's not. It's mostly water. Yeah, because it's an interesting. I mean, it's Lafroig. You're the one. The one fair knock on Lafroig is it is a one note yeah. song. I mean, there's there's a couple different flavors. I'm not trying to, but and 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 this one is one notier. Yeah, not one of my. Favorite. The Cardias line that they put out every year but is usually my, my low end. I like the lore. I like I love the select. But um, every year the Cardias is different. Yep. And some years it's older, some years it's younger, some years it's been multicast, some years it's just... So it, it's totally dependent on the year. Um, I really enjoyed this year's, the 2019, but I agree that the 2018 was not one of my favorites. No. So. <clears throat> I, I will say the, the the finish that pepper it was it was a very strong blend of black and white pepper. It wasn't it wasn't all black. By appointment to His Royal Highness the Prince of Wales, distiller and supplier of single malt Scotch whiskey, Lafroig, Isla single malt Scotch whiskey, Curtius, cask strength, quarter cask. For the friends of Laphroaig, the most richly flavored of all Scotch whiskies. Each year, our distillery manager, John Campbell, crafts. <laughs> oh, God. God, what is this? Is this the intro to Dune? What the hell? Come on! Crafts the story! Crafts Where are the sandworms? Crafts a limited edition to smalt to celebrate the friends of Laphroaig and friendship, Cardius in Gaelic. This 2017 bottling is a cask strength quarter cask, which uses the art of aging in smaller casks to create a more intense maturation through greater contact with the American oak. Fully matured in warehouse number one, ooh, number one, a soft creamy sweetness is created from the quarter cask that perfectly complements the signature peatiness of Lafroig. Barrier filtered, not chill filtered, the result is a unique expression to be savored by the friends of Lefroig, old and new. Lefroig Cardius, friendship distilled. 
Helps Cardias. I drank distilled people. <laughs> Spongebob. <laughs> so, uh, the sleeper must awaken. <laughs> I am the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> the skyhook that kills. All right, everybody. <laughs> I am the cat's rack. Whip, whip out your dune jokes. <laughs> That's right. Uh-oh. Beer. I am the Yao Beeb. Beer. The pretzel, pl- the, the planet of pretzels. <laughs> now I'm really wishing I remembered the, uh, um, the, the, the Mentat drink litany thing that they made and turned it into coffee the, the instead. The juice becomes the, oh, yeah. I drink the juice of Zafu. No, My no, thoughts require speed, the speed requires, yeah. Yeah. That whole thing, yeah. Yeah. Caffeine. Yeah. But I, but I don't remember how it goes. And one of my favorite movie lines of all time. I will kill him! <laughs> I swear to God. Stings? Those wing-shaped little things he was wearing? The wing was the best. Oh Look. my God. Oh my God, it's Mercury! <laughs> His crotch is flying across the... Yeah, I, uh, I will kill him. Fade? Kill him, Fade! <laughs> But but the the intonations of I will kill him. I am an actor. <laughs> Sting. God. Some. I mean, I, trying to make Dune into a movie. I pity anyone because right. I mean, first of all, here it's like making Lord of the Rings. Here, boom. Yeah. There. It's making that. Lord of the Rings, but it's way harder. Yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, doing it in one movie. I'm yeah. not trying to say the whole series, but doing Dune yeah. in one movie. Just Dune. It's a book, book that's yeah. like that thick. Although I will say this. I'm reading the David Lynch autobiography, Room to Dream, right now. Mm-hmm. He was, Dino De Laurentiis had a deal for a three-picture thing. Mm-hmm. It was going to be more than one. It was such a colossal failure in the thing. Like, Dino is like, sorry, David, you're, if this, we're not doing this shit. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I, and even then, it still would not have been well, what you, you could have potentially gotten out of it. The question is, do you do Dune as, like, two movies? Yeah. Because well, the sci-fi made the miniseries, it was, what, six-hour? Yeah. Was that good, though? I never saw it. I, I thought it was. I, I thought it was a decent translation. It, it hewed more closely to the uh, source material, mm-hmm. but the special effects were awful, yeah. and the acting was uneven. Yeah. That was back when sci-fi was doing movies, and the, and the effects yes. were awful. I yeah. mean, that right. was their signature thing for some reason. Well, that's, but they, yeah. they, they had not cheap. yet gotten they had not yet gotten um, good cheap computer effects. Right, and it, so it was, it was the effects from the Lex movies. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the, yeah. the Dune source material. And it was okay. It was a, yeah. I mean, well, for me, I really appreciated that it was. It did hue more towards the actual mm-hmm. book. Yeah. And they had six hours and the leisure to develop the things. Yes, the acting was uneven, but... Um, was the, it like a William Hurt in that or something? I don't, there was, some, yeah, there was, was one star, like, especially... Yeah. They got one... But, I think he played he uh, was, a treat... Or, he was doing trades. Oh, he was doing trades, okay. So, so he, he was... He was cacked in the first episode. Oh, right, okay, yeah. well, or end of the, the second, second episode. I don't right, remember. Yeah, but he wasn't around long. That was no. the face you saw in all the 
all the advertisements was like, ooh, William Hurt's in this. It's yeah, like, it's gotta like, be good. Yeah, we, we got him, him for four hours. Shooting <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Um, Gets the, the green screen. <laughs> God, can you imagine Robert Rodriguez doing Dune? Not just what would he do with it, but he'd shoot it in like a day and a half. Well, you guys, have and seen, it would yeah. be, it would still be a full-length Dune feature, yeah. and he would have shot it in a day and a half. He'd be able to pocket. Well, Danny Trejo is Stilgar, and yes. Well, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> thing is, um, um, oh, I'm blanking on the the actor uh, in one of his uh, played uh, uh, Captain Jack, uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Which which movie did Johnny? Once upon Depp? a time in Mexico. Okay, so oh, Johnny yeah. Depp was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, or in Mexico, and he's been quoted basically after he saw the movie. He thought he had a bit part. Oh, wow. Because, well, it's Robert Rodriguez. So he came down, and he did some shots, and then he left. Yeah. And that's how they were able to get him in that movie, which was a fairly low-budget movie, because they only needed him for something like four days. But he basically got every shot he needed and nothing was left on the on the cutting room floor because that's Robert Rodriguez, oh, and so he shoots blindingly fast, and he gets it in one take. Right, and I mean he'll do it again if there was a problem, but it, it's not the all right, let's do it again. Yeah. Okay, now this time, w- make your eyebrow higher. I'd, I'd rather see Del Toro do it and see what he did with it. Oh, I would love to, but but I mean I just love yeah. the fact that when when he's like I saw the movie, and I couldn't believe that I was a lead character. Yeah. Because I did four days or whatever his actual <laughs> shooting time was. And he's like, for most movies, that's, you're a tiny bit part and you show up in one scene and do something and... Yeah, it takes a week to shoot it. Yeah. And so that's one reason that Robert Rodriguez can basically get money to do movies that most other people can't yeah. is because he can shoot it in a smaller budget in a shorter time frame because he's really good at I will set this up, we will shoot it. I'm going to be happy with it. Right. Well, I'm going to go I'm going to go back. Did you guys see the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune? Mhm. That would have been the weirdest fucking Dune. Oh yeah. Ever. Absolutely. Mick Jagger, Salvador Dali. Yeah. Um there was and the set design and Geiger um, doing oh, most yeah. of the sets, yeah, yeah. and then they ended up doing it for Alien. Amazing. Okay. So. Well, so do a relatively normal pour. You should be fine. Slightly smaller than normal, probably. Yeah. But just yeah. to be on the safe side. That scotch is for babies. Look at that tiny bottle. What's happening? Ah. <sighs> don't mess with him when he's pouring. Oh, I just realized that. It's like, don't make a joke when he's, like, drinking. Because he, <laughs> That's probably good. Through the nose. Comes out the nose? Yeah, no, no. You, what you have to do is you, make, you have to do some sort of joke where he physically reacts while he's nosing. Oh, I see. And yeah, that was... Exquisite. Okay, that last... Gosh, man, I'm still feeling that. Yeah, well... That's a lot, dude. This will calm you down a little. Really? So, yeah. before we actually get too far into this, we should probably score that oh, last yeah. one. Yeah. Because we oh. don't do that yet. Yeah, I totally forgot. So, we'll, we'll, we'll taunt ourselves with this one being on the table. So, um, yeah, it's a Cardias, and the Cardias are... Oh. Well... How much, how much do you have in yours? Not not a lot. I tried to to be. That's you were, not. 
Pretty that close. far off. Yeah. yeah. You'll yeah. just need to be a little bit more judicious with your uh, yeah. with your sips. Will do. Um, so yeah, the Cardias is never really my Wait. excitement. I'm going to hold on to this for a minute. Um, so I am going to say that I'm only going to give it a three. Um, for the four, I guess just mm, most of their stuff I like more. So the fact that I'm only giving this a three means it's you know it'd be a two five with anybody else because it's Lafroy it's a three. I don't know. I'm a lightweight man. I guess that's what it is. So I'm going to go lower than three because that was a lot, man. That Pete was kicking my butt. Um, two seven two point seven five. Sure. Not in a bad way. It was just it's a lot, man. It's sensory overload. I'm going to go three five. Again, it's not my favorite Lefroy, um, but <clears throat> you also like Lefroy, so yeah. yeah. I like Lefroig. Um, I, I, there's really, it's like, even though I may score it with the same numbers as a different scotch, it's different axes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're just not... A three, this, the Lefroig with a 3-3 three, three is completely different from the other, uh, the Glen Goyne with the 3-3. Three, because three, they're just totally different. I'm going to go 3-3 three, three because mm-hmm. it was an interesting enough... To push it past three, I would happily drink this, although I really, like I said earlier, want to experiment with it. I, I yeah. want to titrate it into different early Meyer flasks and cackle a lot while wearing a lab coat and drink For science. Yeah. So we have, for this, uh, for the next tasting... So our, 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 our stunt host has, has brought us booze. Would, would you like to tell us of this? Uh, sure. So I, uh, I obtained a few bottles, as I said earlier, uh, coming back from Scotland this year. Uh, this was one that I received uh, as a parting gift for a uh, private tasting at Bunahaven. Um So this is a uh, 14-year-old um, Moyer uh, PX Sherry Cask finished. So that's Moyer and not Maine? Yeah, M-O-I-R-E. Uh, and it is uh, specifically bottle number two. Fifteen bottle number two. It is a fifty-three point two percent by volume, so it's still on the strong Another side. Another punchy one. Yeah. So I'm um, guessing this isn't something you get in the duty-free shop in the Scottish airport. No, correct. <laughs> um, because like this is like something that is very specific to like. I don't even know how you get. You you said you brought back a, a quite lot a bit. of scotch. Yes, is and that, then all of those bottles are bottles that you can't get over here, or that you can't get into. That's okay. that's to me. If you're going to be in a foreign country or going through someplace, get the ones you can't get. Right. Sure. Even if even if it's the same one, even if it's one you could get and it's significantly cheaper, unless it's like your all time favorite scotch, and then fine, whatever, make sure. yourself happy. But why would you want to get? Why would you want to get one, even if it's a little cheaper, that you can get at home? Get something that you'll never have that chance to buy. Right, right. Um, no, that's so so some of some of my bottles were hand pulled that I brought back. Um, we did a couple of warehouse to warehouse tastings, so we, they actually take you back in with the casks hmm. and they have you from the casks. They have you lick the walls. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean you could. It would probably be all right. Probably be awesome, depending on how old the warehouse is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, so we tasted a bunch of very old uh, Bunahaven, um, and and very high end Bunahaven at that tasting. Um, I think the the oldest one that was there was a forty. Nice. Um, now, so it was pretty brilliant. I'm curious because it's always been my position, um, and it's mainly from one of ignorance, but that the difference between say a 25 and a 30 and a 40 is fairly minimal except for price. Now that will not mean that if somebody offered me the chance to drink something that was a 40 year old, I would knock them down. I I I kick nuns out of the way. I would go for that. Right. But from a purchasing, uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spend that much money on a bottle ever. We're, I, I'm not going to be able to for one did, thing. Did you have like a forty and a twenty-five? Yeah, uh, and a couple of in betweens. Yeah. Were they Were they significantly different? No. Okay. Um, the finishes were different. Uh, oh, the way that okay. they presented were different. I mean, it's not like you're drinking the same expression at different years. Gotcha. Um, you're drinking. Something it's, that it's was, of course, it's different. Specifically tailored for that expression. Gotcha. Um, so, so you can't necessarily compare them like apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all very tasty. Um, I don't know that I necessarily would prefer the forty over the twenty-five. Um, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. But, I'm bitterly jealous. Yeah. But yeah. Now, I, I mean, that's when people are like, I, I've gotten asked when people find out I, I'm on a, a Scotch tasting podcast. They get, oh. What's the oldest one you've ever had, and would you know what? Don't you want one that's older? And it's like, uh, you know, I wouldn't say no. I mean, but I'm not going to cough up the extra couple thousand of all the scotches that I had while I was over there. The one that I really wanted to get my hands on, I couldn't because it was sold out because they only made two thousand bottles and it went on sale two days before we got there. Oh, and they were all gone by the time we got there. So, that's really annoying. Yeah. Um, Could you mug anyone? You don't necessarily know who has them. That's I, why. I that's say, why you mug a lot of people. I, yeah, I guess you could get known for that, right? Do you have any scotch? You're safe. Do you specifically have Brulati Octomore Twelve Event Horizon? I, I might. Well, then I might mug you, right? So yeah, I, I've, I've got some. And that was a twelve. Octomore Eight, but I don't have any Octomore Twelve. Yeah, you're safe. <laughs> that guy, though, I'm going after him, right? I decided since I'm low on. Uh, on drink, I'd snort the bottle. I like that. Hmm. Um, tobacco? I'm going to say tobacco. Mm. <laughs> well, let's Tomatoes call the, and tobacco. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry. Yeah. Chocolate. Well, that's my old bunk see, bed right there. See, I was starting with orange, and you said cherry, and it morphed while I was nosing it. <laughs> oh, I kind of hate you a little bit. It, there's, oh, that, is, that is one thing on this podcast I am always like, did I? Am I smelling that because you just said it? Or <laughs> No, it's gone back to orange. I'm happy again. I like orange. Wait, 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 wait. Mm. Orange works. Banana. Still orange. <laughs> nice try. Because <laughs> I knew that was coming. I know you did. Laffy Taffy Grape. All right. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a very complex nose. But I, but I I'll, I'll see the chocolate for sure. And, and, and since I'm getting orange, chocolate orange is something that very much appeals to me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it appeals um, to you. Uh, orange appeals. Uh, but yeah, the for me the tobacco is like a pipe. Pipe smoke. Pipe smoke. Uh, yeah. 
I that was actually one of the things. So, so this I, is Hobbit Scotch. So I got to go to a, a David Room hosted tasting of all of these special oh, nice. bottles. How how did you who did you mug? Uh, that one I put our names into a. Uh, I I bought some raffle tickets and won. Oh, nice. magically. It was a in the U.S. or was, were you over there? No, I was I was here. It was before we left, so that sold out like immediately, and it was five hundred dollars a seat to get in there, and there was I don't know maybe a hundred seats, mm. um, and uh, they're like we're having a raffle for two tickets. I'll put in a hundred bucks. Yeah. They made seven hundred dollars on the raffle, so I had a one in seven chance of winning, um, and won. So I got to go to an incredible tasting. Awesome. Um, but uh, one of the things that he said specifically that has stuck with me was, don't just think about whether there's smoke. Think about what kind of smoke it is. What does that smoke remind you of? Does it remind you of a campfire? Does it remind you of cordite, like gun smoke? Does it remind you of pipe? You know? mm-hmm. So and I like that because it, it brought out another level of being able to smell things. Did he also now I have say- a reason to fire a gun. Damn it. Did he also say, I drink so much more amazing scotch than you do? Uh, you didn't have to. Because I was going to say that I would. Yeah. But I'm an asshole. Uh, he, he, was, he, was a, he was a gentleman. I smell a burning brothel. That's a burning whorehouse. That's what it smells, smells like. Smells like burning bush. <laughs> God is in here. <laughs> it's the invisible swordsman. <clears throat> All right. All right, I'm gonna taste. Oh, it's really good. It's just great, great smell though. Oh, your face is doing something really weird. Look at his face. Look that, at his that, face. That's a little bit of burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's burn. Sherry. There. Yep. Yeah. Um. Um. Getting the tobacco notes and start of the finish. Yeah. Uh, it's got um. Chipotle. Yeah. Pepper. The yep, and a maybe a little black licorice. Yeah, yeah, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I'm not a big licorice fan, so okay. I'm, me either. Yeah. All right. Oops, that's right. I need to. After the last one, I actually drained my uh, my eyedropper. Pipet. So we will do the standard three drops. Have it not do really much for the palate, but see what it does in the nose. This was Ooh. a strong episode. Yeah, it. We we did two cast strength episodes, you know, two cast strength and two cast strength back to back. When we had Tim Wick on, because we thought that'd be funny. Actually, we we, we, we did it because and Team it, Glover because Team Glover was going to be on, right. and Tim happened uh, to join them. But and it was it was funny. funny. Yeah, that was that was Perrin's first episode as an official host. I imagine. Hmm. The nose has... Yeah, just three drops is enough to really change it. Plum. Yeah. Good call. So my work, I'm working at it. I got a new job. Really enjoying it. Congratulations. And, thank you. Uh, and they're downtown, and they subscribe 
to a weekly fruit service. Hmm. And every Tuesday, a box of fruit arrives. And some of it is bananas, and some of it is apples and peaches, and, you know, your, your normal fruit. Yeah. And then there is always one, what the hell is this? Mm. And it comes with a description of, this is what this is. Oh. And this is how you can tell it's right. And this is how you should eat it. And I have been trying to make sure I get some amount of weird fruit of the week, <laughs> as I think of it. And star fruit or jackfruit, jackfruit, uh, juju fruit. Uh, there was the yucca flower. Oh, and what was the other one? Oh, I'm gonna have to. I don't remember. But like, so the if I'm ever lost in the desert, I now know I can eat these, and it will keep me alive and be tasty. But you need to eat them either outdoors and treat them like uh, watermelon because they are filled. With rock hard seeds that are all throughout, Whoa. and so if you're eating inside, you're like, oh, oh, oh. there's one, oh, er, there's one, and, oh, there's another, and so what you really need is like, mm, that, and then shoot a stream of seeds out, right. you know. Um, They're also only ripe for like three weeks, and the rest of the year you can't find them. Well, so right, but assuming you're in the desert. At exactly the right time. Yeah. I know what to do. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there were the, the, the last... Oh, there was one that was... It was really... They're like... It's like a kind of dry apple. I'm like... I've, I've been into it. I've never had fruit that sucks the moisture out of my mouth. Yeah. It was not bad, but it was like eating styrofoam. Hmm. Slightly sweet, dry styrofoam. Some fruits just shouldn't be made. Thanks a lot, All nature. Right. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, nature, you dick. All right, slightly wet. Oh, burn on the on the front. Still smoother than it was. It's still burning, but it's not like the kick in the face. No punch that it was. Uh, still getting a. A big smack of cherry. Chocolate. Actually kind of a burnt chocolate. Yeah. I'm still feeling that smokiness to it. It's, yeah. it's a good smoky. Fun. It's a dark chocolate covered cherry. Yeah. Uh, I, unfortunately, I'm getting it as a slightly burned dark chocolate cherry. You know what? I'm going to move it to dark chocolate black cherry. Yeah. But one that's been... See, I'm not... Okay, so the tail end of the finish, I'm getting the charcoal. It was maybe the char thing that you're getting. I mean, bunab and having a char to it is not unusual. Yeah. Remember, I'm I'm my mix is going to be different from yours because I've got a the amount is slightly off. I'm getting no nose at this point. Yeah, and, and the longer I sipped at it, the more the finish was just turning into the charcoal. Yeah, I get a hint of sweet in the nose now, but not not much. Yeah, I've moved it to nearly the the standard like forty percent water mixed now. The nose is still sweet. The, I didn't get any nose, but my my mouth is fairly sweet. Um. The body is, is the initial is still that that cherry pow. Um, smooth though, 
I feel like it has gotten more oily as I've added water to it. Yeah. I, I feel the cherry has gotten more candied in the nose, too, as it's... As in it's the not. mouth. That's a good way. Uh, this, there's smoke in, more smoke on the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah there's the smoke of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that I is... I want to eat some pie. <laughs> yeah, it has a nice deep purple taste to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I've watered mine way down at this point. I believe we have flogged that horse to death. Yes. It's still um, quite quite the burn on the tongue. Still, even with the extra water. Yeah. I I also would say that the uh, loaf right probably didn't help that. No. But I did a pretty solid reset with crackers and water before I moved over, though. Yeah. Oh, Rodney. It's. Filled by Rodney Keynes. Keynes. Rodney King? Keynes. Oh, okay, okay. He's been hiding over there. Filled on. Oh, it's got that old crazy European number in. Yeah, it does. 250519. Those guys, they don't know what the month or the day is. Apparently, they have, no they have 25 months in Scotland. <laughs> most of them winter. <laughs> Which is why they invented hurling. And. Scotch. And scotch. And, and, um, blood pie. Mm, haggis. And haggis. You know, when anybody says, why does Scotland have a bunch of weird things to eat and drink and their game is basically super violent? I'm like, um, because they're in the Highlands and it's cold and dark for most of the year, for a good chunk of the year. Yeah. Well, first they made the scotch and they started drinking, and then everything else seemed like a good idea. <laughs> We've never looked back. Nope. Um, I can never remember. I think hurling is Scottish, and is it shinty is Irish, yeah. and they're basically close to the same game. You take a, a big club with a slightly hollowed out end that you could theoretically rest a ball on. And you club the crap out of the other team until you win. I know there's other rules, but essentially that's, <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> a buddy, a, a, a hall, a floor mate of mine in freshman year in college had a hurling, they call them sticks. Hmm. Club is more accurate. And I'm like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's it's for uh, hurling. And you know, I use a toilet for my hurling. We're, we're talking about it. He's like, "Yeah, my father knocked me out while we were practicing." I'm like, oh, it's a because apparently the rule is you can't swing for your opponent's head. However, if their head is between you and the ball, all's all's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying is it's the precursor to breachy squares. Yeah, pretty much. Right. You there's, know. A, there's a Simpsons uh, quote where it's like uh, they're asking Bart's asking one of the cops like. Hey, what is that club? Oh, God, what is yes. that club for? It's like it's called a baton, son. What do you use it for? To club people with. We, we beat people with them. Yeah, we club people. Do you need a college degree? <laughs> oh God, I love that episode. That so wonderful. <laughs> I thought I was the only one who remembered. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, you brought it. How would you? Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. I will. Would, would you care to do the reading, or would there's go ahead. The, the few notes there's, that there's, are there? There's, you've heard it all. Bonahaben. We can't even spell our name. Isla Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Hanfield Exclusive. Warehouse number nine. 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 
Number nine. This is number, I know he said it was number two, but it's actually AR1300000002. How many casks do they think they're going to be filling with this stuff? I'm like, How many bottles? Or bottles. Because this is, hold on. Well, so it's thousands. 130 million and two. I don't think they're going to. It's one cask. I, I know. Yeah. I know. But it's a big cask. And I'm sure it's cask like AR13. And then there's other information that's carried in those. Right. Which, by the way, from a database point of view, is not how you should store your information. <laughs> just saying. But uh, I just like the fact that it's AR13. 00000002. Uh, and this, as you said, is the 14 year old uh, Moyer PX finish. Natural color, unchill filtered, uh, 53.2%. The Bonahaban Distillery Company, Bonahaban, Isle of Isla, Scotland, land of redundancy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh, established 1881, Isla. What's the little uh, logo there in the. Uh, it's a man steering a ship. Okay. I'm assuming it's. Steering a ship, he could just have it on his roof and be the crazy man who lives down, down the way, down the street from 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 the Banks family. Yes, right. He's a cousin to the Gordons fisherman. I <laughs> know uh, it's that's pretty cool. I like that. It's, cool. Arr, it's driving me nuts. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you, you, you brought it. You should start. Um, I am fond of this. I really like it. I am going to give it a four. Um. It's strong. I'm not going to drink it very often. Um, I enjoy sharing it and drinking a small amount of it. Um, I I like the sherry finish casks. Um, maybe more than some other people, which is why I rank it up there. So. Well, I would say I like it more than I like the Cardias, certainly. Um, but I got to say, I, I kind of don't like it as much as the Glengoyne from a couple weeks back. Um... This is still very solid. Um, I will give it a 3.5. Um, I am torn. Uh, it's not something I'm like, I want to drink a lot of it. Because it, it's, not, it's not a sip of scotch. But I found it its complexity and the interesting flavors... I mean, there's a lot of scotches we've had where they talk about chocolate and cherries and other things, and you're like, no. <laughs> you, you, you can write it, but it doesn't mean it tastes it. This, boy, if they were like chocolate-covered cherries, I'd be like, mm-hmm, that's exactly what... Did you put a bunch in there? Where you, like, open up a bottle in secret at night, click, 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 with the maraschino cherries and, <laughs> and, and pouring dark chocolate in? Mm. Um... I'm gonna have to go with a three seven. It, it whether I loved it or not, it was just really interesting. Well, I'm going out with a bang, fellas. Four hundred because I am shit faced, <laughs> and this Benihana whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> banana, banana. Seriously, I banana, can't. Banana Hobbit. <laughs> banana Hobbit. 
This is fantastic. Um, I would say, like, I'm trying to compare it to a couple of weeks ago, um, the Goins, and trying to remember that, but I have my tally there, and I'm going to go 3-5 on this one. This is a, this was nice. This is really nice. Like, it's worth going to Scotland for, I say. So I'm envious of you, my friend. I would just go to Scotland and, you know, see where the chips fall. Right, yeah. Good stuff. So does anyone have anything to flog now that it is the end of September? Well, middle of September. Middle of September, my bad. I I, I mean, the way I've been posting, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got another episode of Aging Poorly, the anti-nostalgia podcast where we... Uh, Go, uh, Bill Steiler and myself go through um, some things from our past, like movies and book and record sets and songs and TV shows and cartoons, and see if they still hold up. So a uh, new episode is probably being posted as we speak. It's called Aging Poorly. You can find that on, well, wherever your finest podcasts are casked. Uh-huh. Online. Bill Steitler. Bill Steitler. I know that asshole. Yeah, that bastard came <laughs> up with the idea. And then I, he pulled me into it. And now we're in our Sucker. second season, that poor bastard. Yeah, so Bill Steitler and I, uh, aging poorly. Uh, just Google it. It'll, it'll be the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Hope. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the Fearless shows are done for the month, unless. We've got. I don't think the Fearless Presents uh, season starts until October, so I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that we're good for 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 this month. Well, now that uh, I will say, now that um, the state fair is over, you should oh think about you should <laughs> you should think about going to see the Renaissance Festival because I might be off by a year, but is it this year or next year that is the last year? It, even it's even, a moving target. Theoretically, five to moving target. <laughs> Okay, they keep changing. I mean, this is this is it is more likely to be moving than it ever has been because they actually are planning to move, as opposed to past years where they just sort of said, "Uh, oh." But uh, my primary draw to the Renaissance Festival was vilification tennis, and they retired last year. So yes, they I'm, did. I'm pretty much done. You know, I bet you could find someone out there who will yell at insults at you, though. Uh, I, I bet anywhere I go, that is true. So you you basically have your own portable vilification tennis <laughs> everywhere you go. The problem is, is you most lucky, most, lucky man. But most people aren't nearly as good at it as that crew. So. No, no, oh. you know, you know, bring Molly and Nick along, and they'll they'll just start and <laughs> you or know, duck or duck. No, if if you give them twenty bucks, <laughs> Molly, Molly and company will will walk behind you and yell insults at you. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be so awesome. I know vilification tennis is done, but I'll give you 20 bucks to just walk behind me and shout vilification insults. Uh, I, I, I think for, for my money, uh, it would probably be a, a, a duo of, uh, of Lori and... Uh, Eric? Uh, you know, I, I was debating whether or not it would be Eric, or I, I'm really thinking, uh, because I don't get to see his insults all that often, would be uh, Jeff Neville. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that would be an awesome... Uh, like, I regret that vilification tennis is done. Here's twenty bucks. I want twenty. <laughs> I, yeah. I want just. You don't have to perform. Just walk behind uh, me, yelling yeah. insults. And, and if I wanted oddly accurate insults delivered in a very no, really, I mean this. I would get Lazarchek. So you know, it's, <laughs> it's always that. So, um, well, thank you very much for our our 
are uh, are not a Dave. You <laughs> thank you. You. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Well, we appreciate you you coming here, especially uh, bringing bringing uh, product and tales of Scotland with you. And Sam, we appreciate you uh, being our guest. Um, yeah. Try the gray stuff; it's delicious. The gray stuff, yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you, folks. I'll be here all day. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, it was a good time. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. Well, you've had two weeks. Well, well, I, I, actually, I was thinking just to make it a surprise, we should make Peter. Do this I time. think no. I think that's a, he's had he's had a month to think of a toast. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> well, forgot it already. Oh, right. You know, it's uh, it's always the question of being put on the spot. I hadn't even thought about it, which um, is why I did it because yeah. I am an asshole. Man. You, well, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I only have one toast that is ever in my brain. Well, then pull it out to absent friends, lost loves, old gods, to the season of mists, and may each of us give the devil its due. Here, here, here. amen, brother. I always thought balderized meant you threw mistletoe at it.